Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's going on, friends? I'm Zach. I'm here with Laura. You're listening to Marriage Therapy Radio. Thank you. I I just got off my Peloton and I am sparkly. Um, as you know, I'm not afraid to rep my new bike. I love it. And I'm still hoping to get one of my trainers to come on the podcast with us. But today it's just us. We're talking about the magic ratio and how you need to do all of the little things consistently over time. Stay in the fight in your relationship. And uh, we, I think we could all agree that's a worthy goal. Yes or yes. Anyway, this is a very cool conversation. Stick around. I feel like we're both kind of low energy today. Will you I, do? No, I'm great. <laughs> Can I tell Are you something? You? Yesterday yes. was one of the like the best days. And I, I had a really, mind. I had a really good day today too. No, why was, was your or yesterday? Is, today why, hasn't even happened yet. Well, it was yesterday. So why why did you have a really good day yesterday? Well, thanks for asking. I You're welcome. Things. I have three things. <laughs> One is, um, so I quit drinking, you know, in the fall and uh-huh. when I started, I didn't know what that was going to be like or what my journey was, but actually yesterday I'm officially six months, six months. That's amazing. And this is the first time you're mentioning it on the, on the podcast. Uh, I don't know, first or second time, but, um, it's, it's definitely been something I've kind of held a little closer to the chest and, um, but yesterday felt like, like kind of official. Like it was mm-hmm. sort of like, oh yeah, this is who I am. You're, this is you're my not life just now, messing around. Cool. Like you're legit. This is yeah. happening. Yeah. That was number one that I woke up just sort of feeling cool about that. Number two, I finished. I don't think I told you this part. I finished and I submitted a, a book proposal, like an official book Stop. proposal. Yeah. You didn't, I, um, you didn't invite me to write a book with you. That's well, so strange. I, <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, <laughs> I had a friend, one of our mutual, our mutual friend actually, uh-huh, who, uh-huh. who dared me to do it because we've been kind of, I've been whining about it for years. And then I just decided I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And here's the thing that I think is so cool about it. I it, writing is, is I'm full of energy, which is nice. That yes. uh, thing that actually has something to do with the six months piece. But uh-huh. I actually, when I, when I click send on it, I was like, I want to read that book. Like That's I want to awesome. read the book that doesn't, hasn't yet been written. I just need yeah. somebody to pay me to write it. So yeah. if you're in the book publishing industry uh-huh. and you're in the market, hit me up. Cause I got yeah. something for you that I think you're yeah. going to love. You've written two books previously and they're both relationship based books. Yeah. That are nonfiction. I've also been writing, as you know, at Stuff I Write, which has been also energizing. And I'm, I'm pretty close to having like my, my first goal, which was 100 subscribers. So if you haven't yet subscribed to Stuff I Write, go ahead and do that. Yep. But here's, this is the most important thing that happened yesterday. And it's okay. actually my favorite thing. Okay. So did I tell you about a Peloton? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So hold on. I have to tell, I, is your Strava account, is it open to the public or is it closed? 
I don't know. I don't know how it works. Okay. So just so people know, I do, like Strava, I got rid of social media um, probably about six months ago. It's been wonderful. You can't find me on Facebook. You can't find me on Instagram, TikTok, none of those, which is wonderful. But I do have a strong desire to like cyber stalk people. And I found that I can do it on Strava, which are is a way for athletes to post what they're up to. So I've yeah. been stalking you on Strava. Yeah. And I see, I asked you earlier, like, why are you only doing these little 15 minute rides, 20 minute rides? But anyway, yes, I know you're on Peloton. Well, there's I a couple reasons. Your rides. Uh, there's yes. a couple reasons I do short rides, at least right now. I, in March, in particular, I did a ton of long rides because my roommate and I were vying for miles. We just were in a contest. Uh, my college Wait. roommate and I. Okay, I was like, um, that's. So we are were, you referring we were, to your wife now as your roommate? No, but but my current roommate, my wife, as you know, just had hip surgery, and so yeah. she needs a lot of attention. DLC. Yeah. Which means I can't get on for like an hour. I can get on for ten or fifteen minutes at a time. Right. Yeah. But. Last night I rode my 150th ride. That's, that, I mean, that's a lot. Live. A lot. So you, you can do on-demand rides or you can do live rides where the, the lady is in the studio or the guy. Did guys you get a studio. shout out? She did. She yeah. said, I mean, right into the camera and gave me a big old shout out. And I was like, <laughs> you know it. It was like the best. So I had like a three for yesterday. My a kids were like, for. dad, why are you so happy? And I told him, I told him about the, the six month thing. And my, yeah. one of my kids goes, that's like half a year. Uh huh. I was like, mm-hmm. "Wow, yep, Matt, you did it. You, got, you mastered the calendar. Nice job." <laughs> oh, Spawn, Spawn, you're so smart. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really cool. You know, Zach and I are huge fans of getting support, especially during abnormally stressful times like these. This is why we have partnered with BetterHelp to put you in contact with licensed professional counselors in your area. Tap into the world's largest network of licensed, accredited, and experienced counselors who can help you with a range of issues, including depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, grief, and more. With BetterHelp's counselors, you get the same professionalism and quality that you would expect from an in-office counselor but with the ability to communicate when and how you want. The matching process is quick but thorough, and you have the ability to communicate with your therapist how you like it, whether it be messaging, over the phone, or video conferencing. I know that in-person therapy sessions aren't feasible right now, and a lot of therapists are booked out, but don't let that stop you from getting the support that you need. The cost is less than half of what Zach and I charge, which is kind of unheard of. And when you register with BetterHelp, you're supporting Marriage Therapy Radio. Go to trybetterhelp.com forward slash MTR to register. Try T-R-Y better B-E-T-T-E-R help. H-E-L-P dot com forward slash MTR to register with BetterHelp. Those are three um, I mean, they're kind of like big things, right? And yeah, I, this is this is my segue into what we're talking about today of oh. like, how do you walk away from a day and go, that was a good day. And so what you just what you just said was, here's three big things that happened yesterday that stood out to me and I can put my thumb on it and I can say, this is why this was a good day. These three big things. Now, if you spread those out, any one of those things on one day happening at one, like today I submitted my book proposal and then the next day I rode my 150, whatever, you'd probably still say that was a good day. It was a good week. I mean, I think, uh, so two things. One is I definitely noticed that my evaluation of the day for the first time in a really long time didn't have to do with 
either the amount of sleep I got or mm. my, my work, like my client load. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times people will be like, how's your day? And I'm like, oh, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Or like my family. And I'll go, oh gosh, I had a lot of clients or my clients were this, or this was, a, so it was the, it was the first time in a little while. And maybe that's part of it, right? Just that I didn't, I had a new context. Yeah. And speaking of context, like, I think the other thing is when we describe something as good, what are we talking about? So um, marriages famously are, are, are created for better and for worse. And somebody will say, Hey, you feel better. And I'm mm-hmm. like, then then what? Right. Yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Last year. Yeah. What's the mark? Six months ago. Like mm-hmm. those are all different, mm-hmm. but no, yesterday, I think it, I felt the other thing I think it was, it just felt good to decide that I had a good day. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm a person who's kind of like, eh, it was all right. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> yeah. You're kind of hard to please. I have to admit. Some of, my, <laughs> some of my clients right now are like, how was Mexico? I'm like, fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Such a grumpy old man. I know. Get off my lawn, kids. I mean, I had to work and my I mean, we've been over this. Mhm. So, okay, so here's the segue that I'm making is okay. how how do you decide that yesterday was a good day? And what you just told me was, here's three things that stood out to me that made it a good day. How do couples decide that today was a good day? Like they're feeling connected. Cause I always like to check in with couples if it's been a little while or I sense like they're sitting close on the couch together. I'm like, Hmm, you guys look like you're feeling pretty connected or, you know, they're just really cold and standoffish. There's definitely a wall between them. They look like they're disconnected. So I like to ask like, where are you on a scale of connection? How do you feel? Kind of like asking, how was your day? And when couples tell me, I feel really good. Like, I feel like we're in a really good place to me, the way that um, I equate that and the way that I talk, and this is what we're talking about today in the, on the podcast is this idea of what's sort of like that magic number or that ratio. And what Dr. Gottman's research shows is that for couples who are just going to say, Hey, overall, we're feeling pretty stinking connected. I feel pretty good. Our emotional bank account is all filled up. It's a 20 to one ratio for healthy couples, meaning that there's 20 positives for every negative. And what I what I was saying is that your day yesterday had three giant positives, but the bar is pretty stinking low in order for those 20 positives for one negative. Those 20 positives could be anything. It could be like laughing at your partner's joke. It could be, uh, you know, like offering your partner like to grab them a beverage while you're getting up from the couch. Like, Hey, can I grab you something? That's a positive. And so if you think about it, like what are the 20 positive things that I could do for every negative? And if we get to that magic ratio, I guarantee that you're going to look at that and go, yeah, I feel pretty connected to my partner. And so that's really what I wanted to talk about is this, this magic ratio that Dr. Gottman discovered in his research of healthy couples of overall what is it that you need to be doing in order to have that sense of we're feeling pretty connected. I feel pretty good in this relationship. Right on. And I'm going to go, but Laura, but Laura. the ratio is five to one. What do you mm. mean? 20 to one. I think we should yeah. have this conversation, but there's the, the famous ratio is five to one, but you're talking mm-hmm. about something a little bit different. Do you want to mm-hmm. get into that now or should we? No, no, no. I think we can absolutely talk about both, both of the ratios. Yeah. So tell, explain what you're talking about with the five to one ratio. When we talk about, or when we teach essentially about what's called the emotional bank account. Yeah. It's based on the premise that you're either in a surplus or a deficit. Mm-hmm. Um, and in order to stay in a, in a surplus, the minimum ratio has to be five to one. Like I need to 
do at least five positive things for one negative thing. That's an mm-hmm. easier target, particularly for couples that we talk to because they're mostly in distress. When you're not in distress, 20 to one becomes the target because mm-hmm. it's almost like if I, if you and I are just like hanging out like we are today. Right. And I'm like, you're kind of a jerk. <laughs> that feels out of the blue, unnecessary, unwarranted. Yeah. It's going to take me 20 times, 20, mm-hmm. 20, like, you know, pennies or $20 mm-hmm. bills versus the $20 bill mm-hmm. to offset that. Versus if you and I are in tension, if we're already in stressed out or we're already having a hard time with whatever. And I'm like, you're kind of a jerk. You're a little bit more protected against that. You're a little bit more on guard. So it's, it's, it's only five $1 bills that I need. It's only a $5 bill injury versus say a $20 bill injury. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, so I think that's, that's a, an important differentiation to make because a 20 can feel overwhelming. Um, right. For people to think like, I really have to do 20 positive things for every yeah. negative. Yes. And, but alternatively, it really does depend on where you're at in terms of the overall uh, sort of just emotional state in the relationship. Which is, I mean, it can be encouraging if you're in distress. You don't actually have to work that hard to chase repair. Mm-hmm. And also don't call your wife a jerk if you're getting along pretty well. That's not a nice <laughs> thing to do when you're just in the normal flow of your life. I've, I've had a lot of couples that come to me. And so when they're sitting, you know, on their couch and I look at them, I'm like, what's going on here? Um, and, and then they start to tell me about these tiny moments that sent them over the edge in the last week. And it cracks me up because every couple almost like apologizes, like, Laura, I'm so sorry that we're going to tell you this super stupid story about how it totally spiraled. I'm like, oh no, I hear all the stupid stories. I'm not, I'm not interested in the stupid story. I'm interested in the process of like, how did you get there? What happened? Totally. And so what, what I look at is I'm like, but where were you before you got into this? Like, what was it? Why was it that this little tiny thing set you off? Like, because I feel like your emotional bank account was already overdrawn. You had started your day off. You didn't get any sleep. You had gotten in an argument the night before you had a shitty day at work. Like you guys haven't like had time to connect or really like talk about, you know, what's going on in your lives. You haven't had a date night. You've been kind of irritable with each other. So you've just kind of been making all these withdrawals. And so the emotional bank account started off at a deficit. It was already overdrawn. And then this one tiny thing happened and it just imploded. And I'm like, well, that makes a whole lot of sense. You had already started off at a deficit. You didn't have a whole lot of surplus to be able to, you know, cushion the blow, if you will. And so this tiny thing, it was like, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back. By the way, do you know what those are called? I mean, I know it's a figure of speech, but my my son used a word today and it blew my mind. And I'm like, I didn't know what that was. Do you know what an idiom is? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what an idiom wait, is. Wait, how does he know what an idiom is? Right? My six-year-old. <laughs> so we're reading a book and it says, you're the apple of my eye. And I said, do you know, understand what that is? And he goes, do you mean like, do I understand if it's an idiom or not? And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so what is an idiom? Did he yeah, say I, it? Well, is it correct? You're, it's not, that's not exactly an idiom. That's a metaphor, right? Okay. Um, apple of my but eye. But basically okay. an idiom is using a metaphor is an idiom meaning that it's like using um uh, like uh shoot what's the word i'm looking for like visual language it's using figurative language to express something so metaphors similes they fall into that category okay and, um 
but that's pretty clever. I know. I know. Kind of blew my mind already. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens to him. I did tell you that I indoctrinated him. We took him to Stanford and we showed him around the campus and we bought him T-shirts and we're like, this is where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Right on. Um, I always tell couples to your point, I think I tell couples there's really three um, sort of phases of an argument. Hmm. And one of them is the one that kind of, uh, well, one of them is the one that you're talking about, which is before it ever starts. Right. right? Like right. before it ever starts, there's, there's something happening hmm. that is, um, that is, in di- that, that is either going to set you up for an argument or, or not. Right. Um, I always talk about sort of how perfectly neutral acts do have energy that is informed by the relationship. So yes, I'll tell this story and I think I've said it to you. I think I've yes. told it to you before, but I'll say, Hey, let's imagine that you and your partner are just kind of hanging around in the house and you want some pasta. So you go and you mm-hmm. boil uh, some water and you get the bottle of pasta and you put it next to the stove and it's just sitting there. And then you go do something. I don't know. That's unrelated. You start scrolling Facebook or you, you start um, watching a TV show or maybe you're, I don't know, you're talking too long to the neighbor in the front yard or something Mm -hmm, like that, but you're mm -hmm. basically, you forget the pasta. You come back in and um, you're, or or rather you're sitting there, your partner comes into the kitchen, sees the box of pasta and the boiling water, pours the pasta into the water. Mm -hmm. If Ryan does that in this situation that I've just described, what does your brain do? Um, I mean, I don't even know. I know what my brain would do in my current situation here. I mean, my current situation would be like, geez, thanks for, you know, like, thanks for stepping in. That's great. Symbolic of positive sentiment override. Yes. We all know people who would go, you didn't have to do that. Mm -hmm. I was, all I was doing was checking Facebook. I was going to be there in one second. Right. I just needed to send this one email. I did not need you to put pasta in the water. Yeah. Right. It's a completely neutral act. Right. This right here. I'm just pouring a box of pasta. Right. Yeah. But it's loaded with energy based on what's going on before the argument ever starts. Yeah. And so the 20 to one piece is the thing you're talking about, which is how do we just kind of load it up? Um, Right. The catchphrase in the Gottman method is small things often. Right. Like just how do we just kind of keep doing small things? I often talk about consistency over time. Yeah. Because that's what's required. And frankly, if the relationship's intention and you're doing positive things, they do have a little bit more value because, oh, I can see they're making the effort, right? That five to one ratio. Ooh, okay. I'm going to push, I'm going to push back a little bit because one of the things that Dr. Gottman's research, I, I find this to be one of the most fascinating studies and I love sharing about it is that when couples are in either positive sentiment override, wearing the rose-colored glasses, they see the positivity, they interpret neutral things as being like, gosh, thank you so much for, you know, like putting the pasta in the boiling water versus a couple that's in negative sentiment override. They interpret those negative or those neutral acts as more negative. So Dr. Gottman's research found that couples that are already in that negative place, that negative sentiment override, like their emotional bank account has been depleted and it's been depleted for a long time. Mm-hmm. If your couples make, if your partner's making these positive gestures, like they come into therapy, they've been probably needing to go to therapy for the last five years. Laura starts telling them, do this, do this, do this, speak your partner's love language, do these positive affirmations, whatever. I find that it takes a long time to actually get the ball rolling because what happens is 
you just don't see it. Like your partner could be making all of these positive gestures towards you and mm. you're still a negative sentiment override. And Dr. Gottman's research found that you you miss 50% of all the positivity that your mm. partner's sending your way, all the kind gestures, all of like the mm. laughs, the bids for connection. You're missing it because you have your shit colored glasses on. So I guess yeah, I want to... You know what? Point to you because I... Not, not that it's a contest, but I haven't <laughs> thought about that study in a little in a while. And mm-hmm. you're exactly right. Like... When you're in negative sentiment override, the, the 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 point and the takeaway from that study, particularly when I talk about it with clients, is being a negative sentiment override actually distorts your vision. Mm-hmm. It actually mm-hmm. changes what you can see, which right. I think also increases the responsibility and what you need to go out of your way to see. But can I say, I want to tag on this thing too. You mentioned the phrase love languages, which is a very popular sort right. of model in couples therapy. I also think that like, the five to one ratio, it kind of presumes that every, every, each one of those five has the same value. Right. So like for me yesterday, I had three things and they all had like $20 bill value versus yeah. say $1 bill value. So it was three positive things, but it wasn't $3. It was $60. Right. They were um, big. And I think when it, yeah. And I think when it comes to, okay, ready? One, two, three. What? <laughs> Is that really how you sneeze? That's my dad's sneeze. That's Be-ha? my dad's sneeze. Beha, beha. Usually, I sneeze twice. My husband screams through his throwing up and his sneezes. Like you can hear him, and it's like ah! throwing up is a thing he does. Well, I mean, when like he's a, when he's not well, but I'm right. a very quiet throw it up throw upper, <laughs> and he screams through it. It's like a man sickness. I think it's like everyone needs to know he's not well. Anyway, okay. <laughs> anyway, the love languages thing I think is really interesting because you know there's five of them, right. and Often, if you take the quiz, it'll rank them for you. Yeah. And one of the things I think that comes out of that ranking is that the thing that's number one, that's like five bucks. Okay. The thing that's number five, that's like one dollar. Mm-hmm. So all positive. Right. They have different Some have values. more of so an impact. It's all data, right? Um, so if you want to get there faster or to your point about how long it takes to rebuild the, the emotional bank account, mm-hmm. use use bigger bills, right? Okay. In order to get there a little bit faster. I'm, that doesn't I'm mean game. plan a trick to Hawaii. Right. It means like go where you're, um, go where you get the most return on investment. Yeah. The big, like the biggest bang for your buck. Right. But also, or like, yeah, now we're, now I'm like using all the phrases, but yeah, um, you're using but all the cliches, the cliches, but the thing <laughs> and, that and it idioms. is, you're using all the idioms, all the idioms. <laughs> but what is most important is choose the thing that gives you the biggest bang for the buck that lands, right? Like speak your partner's love language. If your partner keeps saying, stop buying me gifts, I just want you to like talk to me, spend time with me, then do that thing, but do it consistently. And it doesn't have to be you know, spending an entire day with your partner, having this entire date night, it can just be five minutes, but make sure that you're doing the five minutes every single day. And it's the consistency that builds that trust that you're slowly building up that emotional bank account. This has been an interesting conversation. I did a a talk a while back that, I, I mean, I love speaking on the emotional bank account. It's actually language. If you've ever read like the seven habits of highly effective people, it's a Stephen Covey concept as well. John and Stephen Covey both talk about it. And that's really kind of what we're talking about is just having this like shared bank account that the two of you have. You're constantly putting deposits in. Uh, The ratio that we're looking for is a five to one, because if you want to just continuing to keep that surplus at a five ratio to one, 
when you're in distress, but when you're just hanging out and you're having a good time and you feel good shooting for that 20 to one ratio is really helpful. Yeah. 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 I dig it. Cool. Well, let's, let's land this plane. I have to see clients today and. Okay, cool. I have to go see a a woman about a hip. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a man about a horse. It's a woman about a hip. All right. Well, uh, all right. Until next time. Yeah. Okay. See you later. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. Just as a uh, reminder, if those of you are seeking or you're curious about couples therapy, um, if you live in Washington State, awesome. Look either Zach or myself up. I'm also licensed in the state of Utah. But for most of our listeners, you're global. And uh, what better way to find wonderful quality therapists in your area than going to betterhelp.com. And if you go to trybetterhelp.com forward slash MTR, that's Marriage Therapy Radio, uh, you're able to get a discount and you're supporting us, which is wonderful. So we can continue to pay our producer, Jason, who we love very much and we want to keep him around and we want to keep doing what we love to do, which is talking to you. It was pretty funny. I, I posted something on LinkedIn the other day and I said, you know, two, two therapists walk into a bar and just recognizing how our lives have changed so significantly from how that used to be true where Zach and I used to sit around in a bar drinking our IPAs which were both you know just connoisseurs of of really delicious beer how much has changed in the last many many years I have a baby he has grown adult uh, daughters at home and um, and is now sober for six months so congratulations Zach and thank you everyone for all of the time and attention that you are putting into your relationship, making it better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.